Oh, yeah. Welcome in to another edition of The Big Picture with Larry Raglan. I am your host, Larry Raglan. And if you watch my last uh, broadcast, I prefer the pronoun mighty man of God. So uh, you're going to address me as my personal, true, true pronoun. Praise God. Well, tonight I am so excited today, whenever you're going to watch this or listen to this on the podcast, this is a great, great privilege. Uh, I am going to come back in just a moment with our special guest, John Smithwick. He is the founder of Global Ventures from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and you're going to get the chance to meet him today. He is just phenomenal. He is a great friend, but more than anything, he is a kingdom-minded man, and he is a remnant man, y'all, and he is taking the gospel to the world, and today on The Big Picture, you're going to get a chance to meet him. We'll be right back. Oh, yeah, we're back, we're back, we're back. And in the studio with us today is the man, the myth, and the legend. Y'all show some love for my friend, missionary John Smith. Welcome to the show, John. Hey, so glad to be with you, Larry, or should I say mighty man of God, Larry? (laughs) Or child of God, or devil caster outer, or... I love all those uh, additional pronouns that you threw in there. No, great to be on the big picture. Great to see you, my friend. Well, I love you. I love you, John, you and Martine, and I've been wanting ever since we launched this channel. I remember when I was out there for uh, a REACH conference a couple of years ago, when you were starting your podcast, I was able to be out there and talk about my book, and and that blessed me so much. And uh, so a lot of other exciting things are happening on that front that we'll, that our listeners and viewers know about that's coming up. But uh, today we want to talk about the ministry of Global Ventures and John and, and I'm, of course, the, the real leader of the ministry, Martine, of course, we know, we know that. Can't forget the queen, Can't my for- queen Martine. I love that, my queen Martine. So, uh, John, I mean, you're out there in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in the holy city out there. Uh, Tulsa, Jerusalem, Tulsa, Jerusalem. I can't love make it to heaven. At least make it to Tulsa. Oh God. I love that. That is so <laughs> awesome. That is so awesome. So John, welcome to the show. And, uh, you know, for, for our, uh, folks that may not be familiar with John's ministry, um, he and I have been friends for a while. I had the privilege of speaking at the reach conference recently. I was honored to speak there and all that, what God is doing there with the interns, the missionaries and so forth. So I want to I want to give us enough time to really really get into what Global Ventures is all about because I you know you know me as a pastor I've been pastor in the same church now coming up on thirty years and we are very missions minded and uh, you know one of the things that we we call it the big picture because we want people's eyes to be open to to understanding there's so much more going on in the world than what you see right in front of your eyes. And, uh, you know, you're on the forefront of that, reminding people of not only what's going on here in our country, but around the world. So, John, the first thing I want to ask you today is, uh, you know, how long you've been in the ministry? Uh, tell us a little bit about your family and uh, what launched you into the world of missions? You know, ministry was, uh, Larry, it's, it's been an incredible journey that actually has spanned most of my life. If I were to say full-time ministry, that we just crossed the 24-year mark. Wow. Uh, just the 13th of this month. If I were to take ministry as a whole, I started at such a young age, and the two are tied. 
the thing that propelled me into missions ministry was an encounter I had with the Lord just listening to another man of God uh, that many in the former generation are very familiar with. And, and those that are, you're my age, and we're trying to keep uh, at least an idea of who that man is alive because yes. he had such a legacy that he passed to so many. And that was Dr. Lester Summerall. Absolutely. He shared a vision that God had shown him as a 19-year-old boy. And I was just riding down the road as a 12-year-old. We were going on a family ski vacation around Christmas time, and my dad popped that tape in. Wow. And, man, it changed my life. He shared about being caught up out of his body and seeing the road of life with all the beautiful people of the world and all their cultural outfits and beautiful just flair of different aspects of, of just the areas of the world that they were from. And yet they were so busy trotting down that road of life, they weren't even aware of what was at the end of the road. And, wow. of course, it was a cliff. And on the other side of the cliff was hell. And by the hundreds and thousands, they were thrust off into eternity, screaming, My goodness. crying out into the flames of hell. And God spoke to Lester Summerall and said, they're your responsibility. And he, he tried to wow. say, no, I've never even been outside of the U.S. I'm, I'm a southern boy preaching here in the south. He had started preaching. And God quoted out of Ezekiel 3, if you don't warn the heathen of his ungodliness, and he mm. dies in mm. his sin and his iniquity, his blood will be required at your wow. hands. And he looked down. And he saw flowing through his hands, through his fingers, the blood of the nations. And as a 12-year-old boy, I didn't have some angelic visitation or, you know, some booming voice from heaven. But hearing him Mm. share that encounter, I saw those precious people walking that road of life. I saw hell. I saw eternity. And, man, it stamped itself on my heart. It (laughs) seared itself on my spirit. And I said, that's it. I am I know my purpose. It's to take the gospel to the nations. And so I've been, I started preparing then, and that led me very quickly into upon graduation, going to Oral Roberts University, and then on to Bible school after that, and then going to the nations all over the planet. Wow. By the grace and goodness of God, Global Ventures, we've seen over 2.3 decisions for what, what, again, Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Listeners, for Christ. did you hear that? Say that again, John. How many have we seen in Global Ventures that were born again? We've seen over 2.3 million, and those are the face-to-face encounters in our mass crusades, our mass evangelism projects, through mobilizing our teams and all that we do on the ground. Um, <sighs> only heaven knows how yeah. many we've seen come yeah. to Christ through social media, broadcast media, radio, all, all of those aspects of things. But if we can't track it, yeah. we won't report it. Right. We'll let heaven record it. Yeah. But we do know over 2.3 million and well over 25,000 miracles that have happened and kind of the same thing if we My can't goodness. get a substantial report of it yeah that someone was sick they were healed yeah the before during after we won't report it but it's just been awesome to see what God. ladies done. and gentlemen i've been on these trips i've been on several trips with with global ventures and what he is saying is absolutely true everything is authentic everything is uh the, full of integrity that's what i love about this ministry is you know you're not just going to say okay we think we had 100 so we're going to round it up to 300 you know for salvations it is it is the cards the face to face it is the miracles it is people verifying with family members tell us about how long he had this condition what happened tonight verified miracles i, I remember being on the great uh, converge trip in nepal 
uh, with you. And yes. uh, in that one uh, Gagat section that we were in of the country, and um, you just happened to be there that night. You had been we we, we had we had reached eight different regions of the nation of Nepal. And uh, you were rotating right. around all eight of them, and you were with us and our team that that night of the crusade. And I remember this one particular man that his family verified. I was one of the ones that was bringing them up and asking them what happened. Thirty eight years he had been deaf. That's right. In both ears, thirty eight <laughs> wow. years, and his whole family all verified it. And that night, John, we man. witnessed God open the ears of a man that had been deaf for thirty eight years. Praise God. My, it's coming back as you're yep. sharing it. Uh, but so many miracles just like that. Uh, we, in essence, we've seen so many by God's grace and goodness. And, and our teams have seen so many. And leaders like you, uh, Larry, have, have seen them and recorded them, documented them with us uh, on the GV trips that I forget more than I remember. And boy, just thrilling to hear that. Oh, and think about, there. I want, I want the, the, the viewers and listeners to big picture to think about what we're saying here. We're, we're saying that miracles are so real that there are so many of them. We don't take any of them in one miracle is as powerful as any miracle. We don't take them for granted, That's right. but when you see that kind of miracles to where it becomes common, I mean, common to the average church person in America, we cannot understand common miracles. And but on the mission field and around the world, John, when people don't have any other option except God's going to have to do it or I'm going to die, is is that the key? Right. Is that the key? Is that why we see miracles happen overseas versus on the same level in America? That's definitely one of the main reasons. Uh, anytime someone is desperate and just desperate for God, his power, his presence, his solution, they're going to get answers. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst, what they shall be filled. Now that was, Jesus said specifically, blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, but that's a biblical spiritual truth and principle for any aspect of what we need from God, any anything we need from him. Uh, when we hunger for him, when we thirst, when we're desperate, yes, man, he comes through every time because he he's trying to get miracles to humanity. He's trying yeah. to get salvation yeah. to human beings. He's yeah. not trying to keep them out of heaven. He's trying to get them into heaven. Yes, and he's trying to get heaven to to wow. them in them right here in the desperate here and now. Well, uh, man, that is just incredible. Tell us about uh, real quickly, if you can. This I know it's a, a detailed story, but it's so cool how you met Martine. You're the queen Martine yeah. that is your yes. partner, not just in life, but she is as much a missionary as you tell us how that came about. Absolutely. She had at the time had studied at multiple uh, incredible schools and programs in Tulsa, even though she's originally from Quebec, Canada, uh, French is truly her heart language was her first language. And she learned English very quickly with her dad being Royal Air Force, her mom and dad went to some of the same Bible schools we eventually went to, and she helped them. They pioneered a church, and so she was up in Quebec as children's pastor and heading up everything to do with youth children, young adults, and associate, because they were pioneering a work to the French. But mm. amidst that, God dealt with her. She had already gone to two incredible schools, uh, Rama and then also Willie George's school for reaching uh, kids and youth, it, it only existed a few years, 
But the Lord dealt with her to go to another school. Um, it was a, a missions, kind of a finishing school, finishing program, only a few months long. And her folks said, no, we really feel like God's in this. Go back to Tulsa mm. and and do this mission school. And in that process, she had already begun to go on mission trips right around that time in her life. On her own, we had, had crossed paths briefly doing children's ministry at Willie George's church, Church on the Move at the time. And so just kind of briefly, barely knew each other and went our separate ways, she to help in a children, that children's pastorate capacity, first out on the East Coast and then up with her family. And me moving and launching the ministry, I moved to Peru and lived with a Peruvian family and did crusades all around greater Lima and led large uh, youth mission trips at the time with another organization uh, that, uh, that was kind of the premier youth ministry when it came to missions organization. So God was working out. We had wow. no contact with each other, not even an email, not any idea of a phone number. And here, both of us separately were invited to minister. I had met some spirit-filled Catholics down in Peru mm. that were from England, and they were studying languages. It was her major, and they invited me. They began to come out to our crusades and I plugged them in, and in that day, we could get up close and personal with people, and they saw miracles, and they said, you've got to come to our Catholic churches in England and <laughs> preach in this way. Oh, my God. Work these miracles. And I said, if they'll let me preach Jesus and work his miracles by his name and power, I'm there. If mm. your priests are okay with yeah, that, yeah. and you know their priests signed off on it, brother, I went to England, and that's kind of what opened the door to this whole encounter with Martine that I'll, I'll quickly get to, but... Priests were being healed by the wow. power of God. Listen Nuns to this. Were Listen being to this. By the power of God. Mm. In these two Catholic parishes, the first miracle down to the front was the, the first parish. It was the Irish Catholic priest wow. uh, that happened to be assigned to that parish in northern England. I saw him begin to act his faith. I said, begin to do what you could not do. And I saw him swinging his arms and his marching in place. And I was thinking being a, a good old, you know, spirit filled boy coming Come up, on. singing father Abraham. I thought, ah. my goodness, father Cass is down there doing a father Abraham, right arm, <laughs> left arm. Well, he didn't know anything about that old oh, song that we all grew up on, but he was the first down to the front. And he said, you know, being 76 years old, and he said it in his beautiful Irish brogue, he said, you know, being 76 years old, I, I didn't know I could get me a new pair of arms and legs, me arthritis. Oh, it was paining me this this service when I came in and as quick as could be, I just believed like John said with the faith of a child and Jesus touched <laughs> and he healed me and I got me a new pair of arms and legs and he started demonstrating in front of everybody and the place just came unglued and more miracles wow. happened and we had over 600 Catholics that said, I want a personal relationship. 600 no, Catholics. That, but over 600 born again in those two parishes and in the, the midst of that, a friend of mine said, if you're going to Paris, I actually had jumped over to Ireland and visited this dear friend, Jim Schmidt. He was pioneering a church. And he said, if you're going next stop to, to Paris, you've got to reach out to this brother that we both knew. And he had a, a church and I believe a Bible school at the time. He said, you need to minister for him. And I was mm -hmm. already ministering at this other church. So I reached out and this man emailed me. And in the email, he said, we already have a minister in. And she is ministering on children's ministry and how to be effective with that. Uh, she speaks French, and he put her name in there and said Martine. And I thought, oh, my goodness, I only know one Martine in the universe. That's incredible. And that's the gal I worked with two and a half years ago 
a lot of people don't know the full story. I actually asked her out to grab a Coke and she turned me down <laughs> and neither of us remember why, or I could tell she was a little gun shy. She had just been a dating relationship, but God had mercy upon her <laughs> wow. and me is the real truth about it and caused us to cross paths. That pastor said, hey, I know the pastor and church you're ministering for, even though we can't have you in, I know him well. Let's all get together after Sunday afternoon, you know, Sunday church, that afternoon to grab a bite to eat. And brother, she walked in the room more beautiful than I had even remembered. My Lord. And I thought, I'm not going to let her get away. Come on. I got her. That is incredible. And from that point, it was on like Donkey Kong. Come on, <laughs> on like Donkey Kong. That's what I'm talking about. And since then, you guys have traveled the world together. Your two young yes. sons or grown up in missions, uh, been on the mission field now, two of the finest young men of God you'll ever meet. I was there when they honored you at your birthday, which was incredible, incredible, incredible. Uh, But John, I mean, you are are a blessing to me. You are a blessing to everyone that knows you. Um, The connections that we have are just amazing how we met each other and uh, through mutual friends and now we're lifelong friends. Uh, Sandy and I love you and Martine so much. And our ministry believes we feel it. that same, same way. We so love you and S- Sandy just feel that deep, just a true kindred connection that is for lifetime and beyond. Amen. It'll last through eternity with the work we've already done yes, together, yes. but that will and I'll, and I'll, I'll be on the, souls. I'll be on the GV field with you again, probably next year. I've, I've decided I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm going to Peru this year. Next year I'll be with, with GV. Awesome. Um, very, very excited awesome. to do anything I can. And I want to encourage people that, that, uh, ministers, pastors, just children of God that love the Lord and have maybe dreamed about maybe one day going on a missions trip and, and, you know, in their mind, it just seems like I'll never be able to do that. I'll never be able to do that. It's, it's not only doable. I believe John, I say this to our church all the time. I know you believe this. And this was taught to be my, my, talk to me from my pastor and I teach it to everybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a preacher, a minister, fivefold ministry gift. I don't, if you've never done anything with church, but sit on a pew at least one time in your life, you need to go on a short-term missions trip. You need to see a culture outside of your culture and you need to see what God is doing outside of the world. Most people I would, I would tend to see in the years that I've been pastoring 90% of the people that go thinking they're going to go one time, that's not the only time they ever go because it changes their lives no. so much. And what I love about global, Ven- right. global ventures is the way you guys have developed it. You have developed it in such a way that it is anointed. It is professional. It is, it is quality, but it is a system that I hate to use that word system. It is a, it is a way that you do a ministry, strategy, a strategy. Yes. Yeah, that's good. A strategy yes. that no matter where you are in your walk with God, you might've been born again last Sunday. You could go on a mission trip with global ventures and be used by God. Am I right? That's spot on. That's what we've designed it for. My boys, you had touched on them coming out with, they were six and seven mm. when they went and they were able to preach the different aspects of the gospel. We break it down so that the newest, youngest believer in the faith, whether it's a six or seven year old or whether someone just got saved uh, in the last six months, uh, they can easily bite sized form, learn how to share the gospel, yep. be under trained leadership in that sub team. We break the, the larger yep. team of 60 or 70 down to uh, smaller sub teams of about seven to 10. 
and under a leader that's very experienced, trained, and skilled. So just comes right alongside the whole uh, strategic system. Yes. The strategy that we have really just helps people ease right into it and do what God designed, Larry, for all of us. As you know, what what all of us are designed to do, and that's preach the gospel with power, with miracle signs and wonders. And we take them from the streets, markets, plazas, schools, and part of that strategy, and right now we're about to go to Zambia. We've Mm. got car blanche in the schools, the equivalent of their superintendent. Open arms, come. And it's one of those rare countries where we don't have to be careful they know we're missionaries. Wow. Africa is yep. really, really good like that. Yeah, at least that area, those areas of Africa. And so, Car Blanche, come in. Don't mm-hmm. just do your cultural exchange. Share the gospel. Share wow. the message that's going to transform schools. these kids in so the that schools. their lives are forever changed. And uh, you, you, we set it up. We set it up so that it's not a guessing game. Yep. All missions aren't created equal. If our military and our elite, you think of like the SEAL teams or even SEAL Team Six. When they went in and took out Bin Laden, they had a plan. Yes, and they had Alpha, Beta, Charlie, all yeah. the way probably to to Zeta. That they had yep. a plan upon backup plans. Yep. No matter what went wrong, they were ready. Yep. And if our natural special forces can be mm. that deliberate and intentional, My how goodness. much more should wow. we in the kingdom? Wow. When we're taking part in the greatest mission on the planet, and Say don't it. get me wrong. The mission of freedom that our military carries out, I honor them in that. Yes. But you and I and anyone in the body of Christ yes. is on the greatest mission. Yes. Natural freedom allows for the greatest freedom to come, and that's spiritual freedom. And that lasts beyond this lifetime into eternity. If our natural special forces are that deliberate, intentional, yes. and thought through and planned, how much more how should much we more? bringing that mm. freedom from heaven God. that will change <laughs> nations from the inside out? Should we be that intentional? And we just approach it that way. Oh. And, and yet at the same time, it's not something that we're going to put you out holding up a U-boat or, <laughs> you know, in the waves and yes, you got to yes. ring the bell to yeah. get out of this yeah. thing. Yes. No, this is for, this is for kids. This yep. is for families. This is for retirees. Yep. This is for teenagers. Yep. We got more teenagers signed up this summer coming to Honduras wow. with us, Larry than any other time in our ministry. That's a lot of incredible. Our, our buddy school friends that go to Willie George's school, yes. Lincoln Christian. Wow. And so it is for everybody. And I agree fully. What you said is spot on. It changes. Yep. A believer will not rise to the level God wants them to until they become a world mm. Christian, a great, what I call yes. a great commission yep. Christian, yep. because Jesus gave the great commission to all of us. Yes. And no one's exempt. Pastors, no evangelists. One. Uh, preachers of all bishops, you're yep. a bishop, I know, and you so embrace, and from way back, you've always embraced this whole thrust of God wants the local church and yes. the church at large to be, the American church, to be tied to the Great Commission Amen. because that's what Jesus gave us. And that is the the ultra big picture yes. uh, purpose and meaning that brings significance yes. and really unveils a sense of destiny that you cannot mm. have unveiled unless you tap into it. And so it's for every single person, from wow. minister all the way down to brand new believer. They need to prepare to come on a mission trip, not just painting building no, and feeding no, programs. No, no. We believe in doing yes, aid programs, yes, yes. but we believe first and foremost, and the premier mission is preaching the gospel because yes. you can feed them, yep. and give them fish, you yep. can give them bread, but if you don't give them the bread of eternal life, they will die with a full belly and go to hell forever. Jesus. You can 
Listen. You can build buildings, but if you don't clothe them with the robe of eternal righteousness, it's all in, in the end mm. in vain because wow. their soul will not make Woo. heaven. So we're about getting the gospel out and with miracle signs and wonders that will change regions of the world. We've seen it as, as you've seen yes. with us when yes. you've come. But anyone that comes, you'll see it every time, time and time again. It will shake and take regions mm. with heaven's love mm. and power and goodness. John, what I'm going to do right now, since we're in that mode, I'm going to go over to, our, to your website real quick because I want to show people how they can uh, be a part of your we- uh, of your ministry. You just want to go to uh, johnsmithwick.com, uh, or you can go, I believe it's uh, globalventures.tv. Is that correct? You got it. That's right. it. Globalventures.tv. And uh, just right here, I want to show you that he also has, as you can see, YouTube um, – the uh on podcast as well season two of the reach podcast is out and i want to encourage everybody to go wherever you get your podcast go to the youtube channel or better yet just go straight to johnsmithwick.com and click on media click on um you know their missions trips that they've got going up coming up and so forth that that is going to connect you as quick as you can uh with what is happening uh, in his ministry. And uh, you can see events, missions, leadership, partner with his ministry. Uh, I am I, emphatically, emphatically uh, endorse the ministry of John Smithwick and Global Ventures. They are not just changing the world for Jesus Christ. They have tremendous integrity. Uh, we personally, our family, sows into Global Ventures. Our church sows into Global Ventures. We believe in our home of what is happening with Global Ventures and our ministry and our church. And I want to encourage everyone else to do that as well. And uh, as we wind down today, John, I want to say that is number one, it's just been a tremendous honor to have you on the program uh, for me and for all our listeners. Uh, but I want to say this at the very end, and this might not apply to everybody, and we'll just take just a quick minute to do it. If you are in driving distance of Birmingham, Alabama, or even I'll say even flying distance, if you've been wanting to meet John, learn more about what they're doing in missions we're going to be having a one-night event. It's it's basically what I was just a part of out there in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is their annual REACH Missions Conference. They have combined this down to one night called a REACH one-night event. What's in you will change the world around you. This will come up on Tuesday night, May 3rd at 6.30 p.m. at our church that we pastor, Solid Rock Church, it is in a, it's in a side town of Birmingham called Pinson, but the address is Birmingham, Alabama. And that night, John, we are going to share the vision of what God is doing in Global Ventures and, and just even more than that. Can you give us a, a three-minute idea of what's going to happen that night? And I'm going to put the graphic back up while you're talking. Absolutely. And we want to just invite, again, kind of the whole spectrum Pastors, leaders, uh, everyday people, teenagers, college-age students, you know, uh, you can be even junior high, elementary, have your mama and daddy bring you the whole walk of life. Uh, You can be a senior. This is for everyone. But I want to speak to the leaders in the body of Christ. We want you to make it known to your churches because a church will never reach the fullness of what God wants it to be if it doesn't do what we were saying just earlier. 
tied to the Great Commission. Yeah. And so this is going to be a night where we get to unveil a little bit more, not just about global ventures, but really the world stage and what God wants done on planet Earth. Because we've entered, folks, God's yes. endgame. Yes. You know, there's even movies that here the last few years that yep. have been made talking yep. about endgame here and there. But the real truth is the body of Christ in reference to what God wants done on the planet, has stepped into the final hour. We're in the final, I mean, it is his end game. Yes. And we want to talk about that whole dynamic and how your church, how you as a family, how you as an individual have a part, I mean, talk about significance and destiny purpose. You have a destiny design. Yes. And part of that destiny design connects to God's end game. This is the most exciting generation to be alive. Yes, sir. And yet the enemy is working overtime, Larry, to try to distract. Yep. He's trying to divide. That's it. That's it. Ultimately, right so he can destroy mm. destiny. Mm. Now, we know, according to John 10, 10, he wants to just outright come to kill, steal, and destroy. But yes, many of us as believers that are watching uh, Big Picture right now, we know enough of our authority and dominion that he can't come in and just kill, steal, and destroy us. Yep. But if he can't kill, steal, destroy us, He'll try to divide. Yep. He'll try to distract. Come on. He'll try to divide. And boy, he has been working overtime in this day and hour. Why? Yeah. It's God's end game. Yes. The greatest harvest of souls. Yes. Greatest miracles aren't the days of Wigglesworth, John G. Lake, Maria, Say it, brother. her brother, C. William Seymour. They're right now. Mm. You and I, my friends, are living mm. in them. Come out and hear the real deal yep. in this one night, you're going to yep. see more than if you've never heard this side of things and what really is going on, God in heaven's history and heaven's perspective of what's happening on planet earth is altogether different. And though horrible things may be happening, like the war that's raging right now, man, heaven has mighty things mm. that you and I are going to make eternal history in. And it's a history that's never been done at this level. Larry, and I want to invite anyone and everyone listening, no matter who you are, you have a part to play. Come wow. to the the Reach Night, wow. the Global Ventures Reach Night. It's an honor that we are being hosted by you, Larry and Sandy, and there at Solid Rock Church. What an honor that we're going to be able to open up to so many different folks from different walks of life. You might be uh, different, even denominational backgrounds. It yes. doesn't matter. Doesn't this is matter. body wide. This yep. is for everyone yep. that hungers for these things. Yep. And so can't wait to, to see each and every one come. Yes. And John, I mean, I, 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 this was not on my agenda, but the Holy spirit is telling me to do this. I mean, you can't, you can't do what we've done without giving people an opportunity to give their life to Christ. Would you just take a moment and maybe if there's somebody watching here that they're feeling a pull on their spirit, even on this show, yes. uh, that maybe you could just lead them to the Lord right now, because I believe there's going to be some people give their life to Jesus right now. Absolutely. Right now, just put your hand right where you are on your heart. And if you feel that tugging that Larry just mentioned, that wasn't, that wasn't me or him with, you know, poetic words or passionate words wooing you, that's rather the Holy Spirit yes. bearing witness with your own heart that what we've been saying about Jesus on this cast, that it is absolutely true. Yes, And I'm here to tell you, friend, Jesus loves you with mm. an infinite love that will never let you go. Mm. But you've got to respond to him right now by yes. saying yes and yes. allowing him to come into yes. your heart. He paid the price that no other religious leader, no other human being on planet Earth could pay. 
He took your place. He took my place. He took the entire human race's mm. place at the cross. Yes. It should have been our judgment to die and to suffer because of our sin, because of being spiritually dead. But Jesus, God Almighty's plan was for his own son, Jesus, yes. to step into that place for us, to shed his holy blood. He was, though he was 100% God, 100% man, he was perfect without sin, never made one wrong mm. decision was the epitome of perfection. So he was the only one that qualified to pay the price for all of the world, for you and me. And because he hung on that tree, mm. shed his holy blood, you and I can be not only forgiven, we can be made a child of heaven, yes. a child of God, cleansed completely of all sin, and actually born afresh and anew. That's called born again. I want to lead you in a prayer where you can right now receive that greatest gift into your life. This is the most important, crucial prayer anyone can ever pray. So say it from your heart, yes. and I challenge you to say it, even if it's softly, say it out loud right where you are watching. Put your hand on your heart mm. and say it with all your heart. Say, Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus, I believe you are God. I believe you are God. I believe you did die for me. I believe you did die for me. I believe on the third day you rose from the grave. I believe on the third day you rose from the grave. I believe you're Lord of the universe. I believe you're your Lord of the universe. But right now, but right now, I personally invite you. I personally invite you to be my personal Lord. To be my personal Lord. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Come into my life. Remove sin from me. Remove sin from me. Make me a child of heaven. Make me a child of heaven. Make me a child of God. Make me a child of God. Cleanse me. Make me brand new. Cleanse me and make me brand new. I give you my entire life. I give you my entire life. That means I'll follow you. I'll follow you. I'll serve you and love you. I'll serve you and love you. All the rest of the days of my life. All the rest of the days of my life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, for this greatest gift of salvation, for this greatest gift of salvation, in your beautiful holy name, Jesus, amen. In your beautiful holy name, Jesus, amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer, if you just gave your life to Christ, I need you to comment below. Let us know that you did that so we can praise the Lord with you, so that we can pray for you and rejoice with you. Let us know. Maybe you were born again. Maybe you rededicated your life. Maybe God has rekindled the fire that's over your life for missions, for your home missions, for your family, for your life, for the kingdom. Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost on this one, baby. This, is, this has been <laughs> awesome, man. This has been awesome. John, I appreciate you so much for being on the broadcast with us. We cannot wait in just a matter of days now. You'll be in Birmingham, Alabama with us. We're counting down the days. It's going to be exciting. We believe that that night something is going to shift in the atmosphere of the region of this area. But in every person yes. that makes the, the, the commitment to come that night, they will be charged, changed, and the big word, commissioned and sent forth because we are a sent forth remnant right. generation. John, thank you again for right. coming on. And I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. And uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight, uh, today, whenever you're watching or listening to this broadcast. And make sure that you hit the subscribe button, hit that like button, uh, that thumbs up button. Share this broadcast. If you listen to it on audio podcast, 
Make sure you follow, enable notifications, and above all, give us a five-star review if it's been a blessing to you because that helps us get into the algorithm to put it the gospel in front of people. People got saved tonight. So we will see you the next time on The Big Picture. Thank you one more time, and thank you to our guest, John Smithwick. Thank you.